0: Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed and this is the HR Mentor. Thanks so much for joining me today for this week's episode. Today, I wanna begin with another shout out to a listener that shared some feedback on Apple Podcasts. This listener says, excellent and helpful content for job seekers. The content of episodes is so amazing and extremely helpful for new fresh graduates who are on a job search. As a result, I have spent much time listening to it over and over again. I learned so much from Melanie's sharing. Thank you, Melanie, for taking the time to share with us, your audience, about great experiences and beautiful stories. I love listening to your podcast episodes and look forward to new ones coming out. Wow, thank you, Joe Hong. I appreciate the feedback and your comments. And I'm just so happy that the podcast is helping people with their job search and as they transition into their HR careers. If you have some feedback, feel free to leave it where you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. And definitely if you haven't subscribed already, please click the subscribe button and that way you'll never miss an episode. This episode comes on the heels of a great conversation I had with a former student last week. Today, we're going to be talking all about connections. Have you ever heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know? You probably have. I have no idea who first said it, but that saying has really stood the test of time. And while I don't totally agree with it in all scenarios, networking, and more importantly, making positive personal connections with people can be very beneficial to your career and your job search. Knowing people in your industry can result in referrals for roles and could make the difference between your resume being in the to interview pile versus the decline pile. Now, if you feel like you don't know very many HR professionals yet, you're not alone. Most new graduates don't. So in today's episode, I'm going to help you change that. Today, we're going to talk about the power of connections to your job search and career. And within this episode, I will share three pretty easy ways that you can increase your number of contacts to build a career network and increase your chances with your job search. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Earlier this week, I shared a quote from Sir Richard Branson and the quote was, "'Succeeding in business is all about making connections.'" I couldn't agree more with this statement. Business is all about people. Most businesses, if not all, are there to provide a service or a product to people and they're run operated and managed by people. So making connections is probably one of the most important skills that anyone will need in order to be successful. Now, while I'm sure you agree with that statement, you might be wondering why it's so important for your job search or for your career progression. So let's start by talking about a few ways that making connections can be really helpful and why it's important for your career and your job search success. The first thing that I wanna talk about is the profession of HR. And this might seem very obvious, but just in case it isn't, HR is a people profession. If you chose HR as your career path, which if you're listening to this, you most likely did, making connections with people is going to be critical to any role you take on in human resources. You're working with people in order to do your job, and you have to understand people and learn to work with them in order to deliver the services that you need to deliver to the organization. So the first, most obvious, and probably most important reason that learning to make connections is important is that you chose a people-focused profession. The second reason that this is so important is that one of the functions of HR and many other service-focused professions is to help organizational leaders solve problems and remove barriers to their success. But organizational leaders are not going to come to individuals for advice or guidance or support if they don't have any connection with them. There needs to be a certain level of trust between hiring managers and their HR professionals, but that trust is built by making connections and building relationships. So you're going to build trust throughout your career by being consistent, by delivering what you say you're going to deliver, and ultimately by building positive relationships. And having connections with people throughout the organization is going to help you in fulfilling that role. Again, trust is critically important to the relationship between an advisor and the person that they're advising. Think about it in other professions. You're not going to give your money to a wealth management advisor if you don't trust them. And one of the ways that they build trust with their clients is by building relationships and making connections. So again, this is not unique to HR in terms of being successful in the career, but it is really important. So number one, you're in a people profession. Number two, it's critically important to fulfilling your function of advising and supporting organizational leaders. And number three, and probably the most important one, is that people hire people. I'm going to say that again. People hire people. And what I mean by that is people aren't going to hire individuals into their organization that they feel like they don't have any connection to or that they don't like. And this is why Employers don't hire people sight unseen just off of a resume in most cases, and certainly I can almost guarantee that that won't happen in an HR function or an HR role. Hiring managers are going to have more confidence in hiring people that they have a connection with. So building connections with people in your industry is not only going to help you be successful down the road, but also It's going to help you in finding an HR job or getting a promotion with another organization. Making connections throughout your career can help you be successful by creating a network of knowledge that you have access to. For example, when you're stuck on a problem and there's no one in your organization that can help you, you can reach out to your connections and seek guidance or advice from other people that have more experience than you, or maybe more knowledge, or even just to bounce ideas off of. So building connections is going to be important, not just for your current job search, but also for your long-term career success. Whenever I'm stuck on something, I'm doing work for a client and I maybe want to bounce ideas off somebody, I reach out to my connections and my network, other HR professionals that maybe have different experience than me or have other knowledge that I don't have. And it's been really valuable to me providing the types of services that I have to provide, not just as a consultant, but also as an educator. And when I was working even in large organizations, I think it's critically important that you have connections with people in your industry that can be there to support you along the way. Okay, so I talked about the importance of making connections and building relationships for both your career and your job search. Let's now talk a little bit about how you can do this as a new graduate or a student, even if you don't have a lot of connections right now. And I'm gonna share four ways that you can do this even in the midst of a global pandemic. The first suggestion I have is to participate in mentoring programs. Now, you may still be at university, not quite ready to graduate yet, or you could be a new graduate but either way, you can find a mentor. What I suggest you do is start with any formal organized mentoring programs that are available through your university or through your HR association. I know in British Columbia, our CPHR association has a mentoring program and they have an intake every fall. And what they do is they pair up a more junior HR professional called a protege with a mentor, somebody who's more experienced in the field. And speaking with a number of my students and former students, this has been an invaluable experience for them. I already shared in a previous episode some of my success with the mentoring program as a protege early in my career. So I highly recommend checking this out. Now, if your university doesn't have a mentoring program and you don't have access to the association one, you can reach out and try and find your own mentor. Go on LinkedIn and research other HR professionals in your area or your city, maybe in an industry that you're interested in, and reach out. Ask them if they would be willing to mentor you. It doesn't have to be a huge time commitment for the mentor. You can just ask to maybe have a phone call with them once or twice a month, whatever feels convenient, and see if they would be willing to share some of their experience and guidance with you. One of the real benefits of having a mentor is that a mentor can not only guide you on your career, but they can also introduce you to other people in the industry. And that's what happened with me and helped me find an HR job in a city that I was looking for. So definitely, if you have access to a formal mentoring program, participate in that. But if not, don't be afraid. Reach out and see if you can find someone to mentor you. Remember in a previous episode when I talked about how to deal with rejection, you're probably going to have to ask more than one, but don't give up. I'm sure there's somebody out there that would be happy to share their experience and their guidance with you. Most experienced professionals enjoy doing this. The second thing you can do is attend networking events, either face-to-face or online. So again, you can go on LinkedIn or if you're part of the association and you see roundtables happening in your area or in an online forum, sign up. Usually they're free or inexpensive and it can give you an opportunity to meet directly with a number of different HR professionals. I know one of my former students has had success with this by attending networking events and meeting people in the area that they wanted to work. And eventually it ended up in a job. So it's definitely valuable to do that. I know with COVID-19, this is more difficult because face-to-face networking events are not happening, but you can definitely have access to these online. Also check out the Hacking HR programs and some of the events that they have going on. Usually the Hacking HR events are free and there may be opportunities for students or new graduates to get involved. The third thing I suggest you do is join online HR groups. Whether you're on Facebook or LinkedIn, there's a number of different groups in both of these platforms that are focused on human resources. And they're basically full of professionals who are sharing ideas, asking questions, And it's a place where you can start to get to know what some of the conversations are that people are having and start to meet others in your field. Now, this is not a place where you're going to ask for a job or a promotion. That goes with all of these suggestions that I have. But it is a place where you can start to meet other HR professionals. You might even find groups that are specific to HR graduates or university students. You might even wanna try your alumni association and reach out to other HR professionals that are alumni from your university. Chances are they'd be more than happy to connect with you online, and perhaps down the road, maybe they could even be a mentor for you. You never know until you ask. The fourth and final suggestion I have for you to make new connections is to conduct informational interviews. Informational interviews are really important to your job search, but there are certainly some guidelines that you need to follow in order to do these successfully. Now, I'm not gonna cover them all here in this episode, but I have created a download for you that walks you through some of the steps of conducting an informational interview. Now, if you're not sure what an informational interview is, it's basically where you reach out to someone in your industry or in a profession that you want to find work in, and you ask them questions about themselves, their career path and their profession. I wanna be really clear though, you're not asking for a job. Even though you're talking to someone who's in a HR role and could be in a position to hire, that's not the point of this exercise. The point is to make connections with people in your industry. Could it result in a job down the road? Absolutely. They might even ask you for your resume if you impress them throughout the informational interview. And when they do have an opportunity, and this has happened to a few of my former students, you might be the one they call because they already know you and they already have a connection with you. But the primary point of the informational interview is to collect information and make a connection with somebody. So you want to make sure that you're not there to pitch yourself as an employee. So... Just to do a quick recap, the four suggestions I have for you as a new graduate or a student to make new connections in HR is number one, participate in mentoring programs if they're available to you or find your own mentor. Number two, attend networking events, either face-to-face or online, whatever's available in your area. And you can find these through your association or online organizations. Number three, join online HR groups, either on Facebook or LinkedIn. And number four, start conducting informational interviews. I can't tell you how valuable these are. Again, the free download that I have for you is going to make this super easy and very clear in terms of how you can approach this. You can find this download on my website at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode eight. Just to kind of wrap things up, I wanna just remind you of what all of these activities do and how they can help you. And there's two main ways that making these connections and engaging in these activities are going to help you. Number one, it's going to help you meet people who could be hiring in the future or are now and who can help you along the way throughout your career. Making connections and engaging in all four of those activities is going to help you do that in the long term. The other thing that these activities are going to help you with is to give you a chance to talk to others and learn to talk about yourself. In all four of those scenarios, you will inevitably be sharing some information about yourself. And that's exactly what has to happen in an interview the most critical part of the selection process. So it gives you a chance to practice talking about yourself, introducing yourself to people, and that's going to serve you not just in your job search, but also in your career. HR is a people profession. You have to work with people, talk to people, interview people, ask them questions about what their problems are so you can help solve them. So engaging in these activities now early in your career is going to help you hone those skills. Now, if approaching total strangers and networking gives you the chills a little bit and makes you nervous, then that's all the more reason why you need to practice this. And if it feels uncomfortable at first, don't worry, that's totally normal. I've never enjoyed networking with strangers, but it's very important to the type of career I've chosen. And so you have to kind of get over that fear a little bit. Some ways to practice, join a Toastmasters club. That can be a great way to practice speaking in front of others and also thinking on the fly. So if you can find a Toastmasters club in your area, that can be a great way to help. Another thing to do is just practice your introduction on your friends and family. They can be a great resource for you and a great feedback loop. So don't be afraid. Write something out. Give it a try. Record your introduction and play it back to yourself. The only real failure you can have here is by not doing this. I want you to make an effort this week, even if you already have your first HR job, to reach out to at least one new HR professional. Introduce yourself and just make a connection with them. You don't have to ask them for anything, but just introduce yourself. I get people doing this on LinkedIn all the time. They send me a connection request and then they send me a little message and just say, hey, thanks for connecting. We work in the same industry, love to stay in touch. That's all you have to do. And trust me, you will be surprised at the welcoming reception that you get when you put effort in to make connections with people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it valuable and that you have some tangible steps that you can now take. I want you to have a wonderful week. Enjoy that August sunshine and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.